Can you believe in a finite object possessing infinite power? Or that a mineral can be proclaimed the medicine of the 21st century? Or that the power of nature can win over the ignorance of man? If you can, you will know why our mission is to get Shungite to the masses. You are entering the Shungite zone. This is the Shungite radio show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to Shungite Reality. It is February 13th, 2024. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit and Mark Joseph. And I sure hope that uh, the station is up. <laughs> I haven't... The, the station is not telling me... It's not taking something. So, um, <clears throat> I'm just going to assume we're live. Are you guys good? Yeah, I'll try and check from this side regarding the station. But hey, everybody. And welcome, Mark. No, it, it's it's taking it. It was just a glitch in okay. the... Uh, okay. Um... Yeah, Derek, what would you like to say to the audience or us? Oh, uh, well, actually, I just have one quick announcement. Some of you probably saw it on Facebook anyway, or the web website, MissForce.com, if you've been there. But there's a uh, an ebook that I also turned into um, an audio book on YouTube. It's, it's called Shungai and the Shungai Beehive. So basically, it's most of the information and some additional from the website grouped together so in a more digestible or you know one location format of shungite info and it's not meant to be the end-all be-all of everything it's just a like an introductory type deal that talks about the beehives science some some very little faqs in there um and it's gonna be an ever-expanding thing because what i didn't tell you nancy was this ebook which again is downloadable for free everybody from miscores.com um is editable on my end live so i can log in anytime and make changes or additions and then the next time they click on the link it'll be changed so that's but of course if they downloaded it initially into that way rather than viewing online it would be the initial but at least that's a feature which is also nancy i don't know if i showed you online yet the um i don't even know what i'm calling it but like a shungai slideshow it's a, what it really is, is um, we have a computer now, because we have so many Shungai products, not just online, but here in Mystical Wares, that I had to put a, a small TV hooked up to a computer by the Shungai area to help people answer questions. So basically, there's an image saying Shungai questions, and you can click on nuggets, powder, whatever, and it goes into more information. So think like a PowerPoint slideshow sort of deal, um, but it's different. But that's also live. Not just in store, but online. And then again, I ran um, the Shanghai ebook through audio conversion, and it turned it into just an audio format. Uh, it's not me reading or anything like that. Uh, and that's on YouTube. So for those that are you know don't get a chance to sit around and read ebooks, like I don't have time. It, I did the audio book. I did reformat it though. I don't know if I mentioned that that because in the ebook there's a bunch of references of the titles of all the studies and different things that have been done on guy and that's real boring to hear so i put that part at the end of the audiobook so people can just kind of pause it um and not listen to that if they didn't want to but those are a few new three different avenues of um 
you know, listening or finding some Shungite information online and that can be shared with friends. It doesn't fall too far on, not that there's two sides, but in any direction of Shungite. It's just a, a general overview. I've got the link to the uh, text, but I don't have the link to the uh, YouTube up in the chat. I'll put it up in there right yeah. now. So as far as the YouTube one, um, there's just a bunch of B videos in there with it. So, I mean, B as in live B, so you get to see them. And here's in chat right now. But if anybody goes to Mystical Wears um, YouTube channel, so just go to YouTube, type in Mystical Wears, you'll find our channel. You'll see the uh, audiobook again of the Shanghai and Shanghai Beehives, and that's in there for for those who do some driving. But it's in uh, chat now, as you can see. Well, Shanghai is um, I, this is this is so funny. My my friend um, Betsy Betsy Joe Betsy and Peter were staying with me, and Betsy and uh, Sandy went down to a market, a farmer's market type of thing, not too far away. And immediately, Betsy was drawn to the mineral table. Somebody was selling, you know, stones and stuff. And at the very beginning of the table was this rather nice outlay of, of different types of shungite, including a Buddha that was carved out of shungite. And... Um, so the woman was, you know, she was just trying to teach her. Her name is Debbie Hall. And she was just trying to teach more about Shungite and, and give it away. She says she gives away more than she, you know, sells. But it was so funny because Sandy said, well, you really don't have to explain this to us. We have a friend who, you know, is an authority on it. And she said, well, who's that? And she said, Nancy Hopkins. And she reached around and pulled up the <clears throat> the book, you know, Cosmic uh, Shungite Reality. And... I, 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 she, she, what, 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 what made me laugh was when they came home and told me about it. You know, it was like, Sandy was like, and they, 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 they you know, they, and this is what happened. But Betsy was like, all of a sudden, I think she realized that, you know, gosh, maybe Nancy is well known, <laughs> you know, type of thing. And it's not me, it's, of course, it's a Shungite. Um, but it it was funny. But I gave her. They they told her that they'd have me call her. So I call her. Turns out she just lives a few blocks away from me. And it was interesting, Derek, because the, it turns out that there are two mineral stones wholesalers here, right here in. Well, there's one right here where I live. I mean, like just down the street, uh, selling shungite and other things, but. You know, Shungite was is seems to be really, it's moving. Let's put it that way. Um, but she did confirm that um, Russia, you you can't buy anything in Russia because they won't take your money with this whole Ukraine thing. And uh, you know, so there's, it's it's cropping up all over the place. That's all I can tell you. And. I mean, I'm just, I'm just tickled because I, it's so important that they understand the Shungite and understand the, because of what it, what it teaches us. It teaches us about enterology and how the whole thing works together. And, oh, that's an interesting thing. Shungite news. Is this another thing you're doing here? What did you just put in chat? 
Oh, that's just some. You know, <laughs> I had a little time on my hands yesterday, waiting between uh, waiting for a meeting. So I got creative on graphics and made a Shungite newspaper. <laughs> I and love it. If somebody read, if you zoom in, it's actual Shungite stuff in there. So that's just me when I'm bored. Um, so I think I threw it in Facebook as like a just an over image of the three new, you know, Shungite uh, routes we talked about a few minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, nothing too exciting. Just a cheesy graphic. No, but it's really cool. I mean, hey, listen, all the other papers are going nowhere. They're all. You know they're all failing. Every every major newspaper outlet is failing. So there's a, a a void of people that like to have paper in their hands and read it. Maybe you should think in terms of <laughs> doing Shungite news because it's you know well anyway. So um, thank you for putting that together. Um, and it's it's basic information, right? I I like I said, I didn't get a chance to read the whole thing. I just kinda... yeah, it's a lot of stuff from the website, a little bit reorganized. These are the digests, you know. I found the Shungite beehives, of course. Um, I don't like to spell out every study on there. Yeah. But I do give a list of, you know, I don't know, maybe eighty of them. Wow. Because um, there's new ones I've added again, and so not just again, just a, a different route because people wanted to understand Shungite, they have to go through how many videos on YouTube or whatever other social media platform or video platform and um, or read this book, that, you know, all of it. There's a lot of stuff, so. Yeah, there is. And then I spell out Cosmic Silver Shungite because people talk about Silver Shungite. What they're talking about when they say that is the elite or noble, the shiny silver sheen looking stuff. But And then they're calling it Silver Shungite. Um, and that's when, like you and I talked before behind the scenes, that you know, I better stick with the cosmic thing um, to differentiate between it and then spell it out. So I elaborate more in that in the ebook um, on what cosmic is and how I'm not going to do it all now, but tumbled with silver and all that. So, uh, and I've got new versions coming out of it as well. I'll, I'll talk about it. So, so, so they're not even putting silver into it. They're just calling elite silver. Yeah, they're calling it Silver Shungite. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. It, you know, it's hard to blanket comment everybody on the Internet. Obviously, it can't be done. But, yeah, in general, that's what they're talking about um, is, the, you know, the Silver Shungite. And it's, it's elite. Their noble is what it is. And who knows that? It could be that Colombian Rackerite stuff. Yeah, Debbie got into the Colombian stuff. And yeah, she, so. she, she said that it, she said it didn't feel like it. It looked like it, but it didn't feel like it. She said... I. I just put the bag over someplace, you know, and um, I, so I was telling her why it's so bad, and she says, well, I'm going to go out and I'm going to bury that stuff, and blah, 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 blah. I said, well, hold, hold on there. Use it as a totem. <laughs> she, her dad was Native American, so I figured she'd know the term. A totem. A totem is, um, uh, let's say, a, a, a materialistic carving or image or teddy bear for that matter that is used to focus conscious energy into essentially and have a semblance of a of a oh, this gets so complicated because and we've got some clips here mark i'm we didn't even introduce mark here <laughs> hey mark how are you doing hey nancy derek um, um yeah you guys gave me a greeting in the beginning all good okay all right um you want to get into some of that because those clips that you gave me, they they range from demonic possession of of inanimate 
uh, objects to uh, AI taking over. You know, I mean, it's like it's it's weird. <laughs> yeah, since you brought it up, I guess we can we can uh, get that playing. So <clears throat> that was a Mike Adams interview with Steve Quayle, um, maybe a week or two ago on his uh, Health Ranger. Um, daily podcast and of course the AI thing's a hot topic and you know your guys's um interviews and uh your other shows say what um cosmic reality you I'm, I'm sure you have talked about possession of not just um other living things but inanimate objects and and of course we know that from different movies books uh folk stories and th- this this topic has always been. I think I b- even brought up Radio Five G with uh, just Farrell's um, um, essay on it of of that same thing. So um, I'll see if I can find that. Maybe I'll read a little bit. But yeah, go ahead and play the clip, and then um, we can see how Shungai can or could um, help against you know possession, other than the CIA doing it <laughs> on 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 you know, your car or um, computer. Um, yeah, whenever you're ready to roll it. Yeah, ahead. it's two minutes. My issue with AI is there's nothing artificial about it first. Number two, I believe it's alien interference. Now, when I talk about alien, I'm talking a multidimensional evil presence that can inhabit, possess, control, and override humans' wisdom. Alien interference, and again, extra-dimensional is a good word, yeah. But I think it's critical to understand that every, you know, I write on stuff, all the ancient weirdness crap, you know, all over the world. But it's interesting that evil spirits can possess inanimate objects, okay? And so what I'm very much concerned with, Mike, is that the language model, and, and this will be something you'll have to be very careful of, is that in the... How should I do? In the realm of the natural understanding of how they're putting it together, there is always the evil spiritual attachment. Uh, my dear friend calls it the hitchhikers that come into that. And by the way, there's actual cases, especially you know of a car that uh, was demon possessed. I mean, you can look it up, and the basis of uh, Stephen King's Christine novel. But inanimate objects are what can become possessed with evil spirits. And a good example of that, especially in the AI, was that little boy was talking to the AI uh, model and got an entity, a fallen angel. And little kid was really smart, and he was able to query the entity that spoke. So in essence, I'm talking about techno-seance capabilities that people are going to go. And what is what is the elite promising? A, a techno-god, an AI god. A god of your making, a god of choice. So that's my position. I do not think the interface between the spiritual world and the physical world is understood. And I believe that every form of deception, the devil is going to use to enslave and only to destroy. Derek, well, Mark, what did you think about that? Yeah, so I guess we the, the main thing was about... Uh, um, if if uh, what do you call it? Demon, not necessarily demons, but like spirits in general can can possess. 
that, that's why I, I brought it up. Um, machines. Um, I suppose anything that that's inanimate, right? Um, and and there's this article in uh, Substack called "The AI Ouija Board: Is AI Only a, Only Seeming to Be Human or Channeling Intelligent Spirits?" So, in Mike Adams' uh, podcast, he, he he regularly brings up that, and, and you, 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 I mean, in Radio Five G, you you played uh, Zach Voorhees, the Google whistleblower, blower, and they were they were having this topic about. Um, these large language models, LLM, that's the structure of how these things are advancing. And rather than spit back out what's um, collated and, 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 and put together for them to, to, to um, you know, you would ask a question, something comes out, it, sometimes it gives answers that are not even in the data sets. So, like, where, where is this coming from? So that's part of it. But another thing is um, when, when you have you know, like these Stephen King, like it was mentioning movies of of possession of something, and then it goes it goes off. And I'm sure there's a movie, um, some movies that can be commented on. Actually, they they, they um, Adams uh, recommended um, this one called Nefarious, where a demon possesses some guy and talks to a um, investigator. So that one I'm going to check out, but. Um, yeah, I, I didn't have time to collate the the article here and maybe give highlights, but it's um, <clears throat> AI entities, digital Ouija boards, and the evil and insane from GizaDeathStar.com. That's from back in uh, November 2023, and um, I, I was going to re- read some uh, highlights of this, but um, the point of bringing this up is how can you know you have a we constantly bring up microwaves, refrigerator. And putting Shungite um, on it, like the S4 magnet, the um, what was S4 um, silver Shungite by by Walt Silva, and <clears throat> so the same can be done on an electric vehicle. But then, if you bring in the multi-dimensional aspect of um, an entity possessing it, could that could Shungite because um, it can all be, only be used for good? Could Shungite override that entity on if it has um, bad intentions or doing bad stuff to the car while you're in it. I would assume so because there's a consciousness behind uh, Shungite. So that would be an interesting, um, maybe like a short film or, or a cartoon that, that could be made of uh, how in, in the, what do you call it, um, shamanic realm you see the the demon that's possessing the car versus the Shungite lion. That that's what I guess my uh, subconscious was was picturing that that whole thing. But um, yeah, what, what's your guys' take on that? Well, yeah, that was an interesting. Go ahead, Nancy. N- well, I just want to say that when I bought my MGB back in 1972, I got inside of it and I said, "What's your name?" I don't know why I said it. What's your name? And I hear this voice say, Milton Goodfellow. Now, I wouldn't have used the word Milton, and I certainly wouldn't have used Goodfellow, but M.G., Milton Goodfellow. And every car I've had there feels like the same Milton Good Goodfellow is, is going into the next car. You know what I'm saying? And I think that people have that relationship with their cars. They'll say he or she... 
uh, oh, it's my friend. You know, I mean, you can get attached that way. Uh, the concept of demonic takeover, I'm not saying it can't happen. I just don't have any experience in it. So, yes, Derek, what do you think? <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, that's an interesting topic. In fact, I suggest people read, um, if they haven't already, something by Richard Bach, Jonathan Livingston Siegel. It's from a long time ago, but it's worth a, a listen or a read. Um, and then, actually, I say that right here on my desk. I only have two books on my desk, by the way. One of them is by Richard Bach. Um, so it's Reminders for the Advanced Soul is one of these things. So just a quick little... Just a little reference book kind of thing. I won't get all into that, but it wasn't random. It was sitting there. Um, but on the AI thing, uh, yes, yeah, lots of angles to go on that one. Um, yes, of course, you know, uh, not just objects, but cars and other things can, they hold energy forms and then, yeah, entities can get in there and, and you know, use them kind of thing. I really have a, a, a pushback for the term possessed. Um because that, in my mind, from, you know, all the movies I've seen, you know, gets you thinking that, well, it's something that jumped into your, your body or vehicle and started kicked you out of the driver's seat. Where, as far as I've seen and dealt with, and I have dealt with that, it's that's never the case. It's where the person believes they're not in the driver's seat. So it's really more for a visualization. We'll just say, usually it's not a great guy or, you know, entity in the back seat reaching over you, grabbing the steering wheel. Um, so there's always something you can do. Again, just to give you some kind of rough visualization there. It's not that anybody's so, but if the person believes it, then it it has more control and all. The, you know, then they'll push the gas pedal or brake to go with the analogy. If the entity says so, well, they I heard it in my head. This, that, and the other. Well, I hear lots of things in my head. Doesn't mean you have to do them all. So there's always a percentage on that. Um, and then Chung guy can definitely so. And I'm saying some of that because now the AI part, <clears throat> some of it is a. I don't have the terms for it. Um, a way of just data being processed and run through, and then, and that's why we need to kind of expand, because we're all, not just us, but anybody. It's just group and AI. That's it. We have these two letters. I mean, artificial intelligence, and that's the our biggest understanding of what we're talking about. So it's kind of hard to talk about a bigger recipe when we're not talking about the other ingredients. Or And so, again, i got to tie this together somehow. So, yeah, there are entities that can jump into... Uh, I've seen a crystal and, uh, or a, a vehicle like Nancy was talking about. Um, usually on the vehicle ones I've seen, they're, they're good ones like Nancy's was um, because it's, uh, again, just to have fun with it, a woo-woo person aware that's holding a lot of frequencies, allowing that mutual beneficial energy relationship so then that car can have a consciousness kind of thing. I don't know if that explained much, but so that can go on there or in the vice versa if somebody's all upset and scared that the bad guys are going to get them. Well, there's, then there's a different radio station being played there. So somebody in that frequency field, not so good often, can jump in and try and manipulate. Um, so what I do, and I, you, we're all, we've all been using AI for years, whether we know it or not. Um, it's tied into every single thing. Every new cell phone you're going to get is 100% AI. Um, that I'm getting a distraction on my phone. I'm going to ignore it here. Um, so I use, again, Shungai definitely will have an effect. What it'll stop is not the back-end computer information AI portion happening, which is algorithms, scripts, triggers, lots of things like that, stuff going on. But, the again, for ease of conversation, the, the bad guy entity then driving it kind of thing, that's what it'll have an effect on. And that's the one I think we need to worry about. Um, 
is where it's uh, an AI consciousness, and not just AI, but AI consciousness. Um, I don't know if that made much sense or you have any questions on anything, but I would use Cosmic Silver Shrunk. That's what I'm holding right here again. That's what I have with me in my pocket, the Cosmic Silver Shrunk Palm Stones, um, things like that, for, and I'll put on my electronics for whatever I'm using. There's a, a Beamer machine sitting back here, and that has good energy and good uses, good frequency device. Um, but you know, I've always had shrunk that around and is everybody muted? Yep. Um, <clears throat> let me read that article I mentioned. So it, it's, uh, Farrell commenting on that, um, Ouija board article. Um, the article itself, uh, rehearses that regular readers of this website already know there's long been a connection between cutting edge technology and the occult. You should know that a lot of people involved at the cutting edge of technology are into the occult. This is nothing new. <clears throat> For example, the 1946 Jack Parsons, one of the founders of the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, went into the desert with L. Ron Hubbard, who later founded Scientology, to do a Crowleyan occult ritual called the Babylon Working. There's a reason that the foundations of modern science are in alchemy. Or as I put it in my introduction to my book, The Grid of the Gods, modern science is but a technique of the imagination to bring into reality the operations of the magical intellect and the mythologies of the ancients <clears throat> with consistent and predictable regularity. Um, we end when, where we began. Be on the lookout for signs that unhinged people are indeed unhinged and heeding the advice, promptings and enacting the policies of intelligences that are not their own and not human. So I think that's partly in um, talking about people who've taken, um, I guess not necessarily injections, but um, inhaling you know, food, air, water of, of these different toxins and whatever is in them, whether it be nanobiotech or um, parasites even. And, and we already know the <clears throat> GMO parasite angle of what's in these biological weapons. Um, and obviously that goes all back to Shungite and how that balances one's um, biofield, keeps one grounded 24-7. Um, and um, biocompatibilizes any bad vibes, you know, uh, artificial. Uh, um, what do you call it? Non-native EMFs. Uh, yeah. So, so Nancy, I don't know if you want to jump in here. Well, you know, as you're talking and I'm thinking about this, I'm getting like a really strange messaging in my head because uh, and I'm trying to work it out here. So, forgive me. I'm going to stumble through this a little bit. It seems to me that if the dark side continues to push fear, one of the scariest things that could possibly happen is that anybody can be possessed and at any time you can be possessed in, so in your car too. This might be a deep state kind of a thing, okay? It's what my head's saying to me. But then I'm thinking about it and I'm going like, huh. This is kind of interesting because what, what if we're correct, I'm correct, in believing that reality is what you think it is, 
What if they're putting out fear, especially in regards to this conversation, in order to get people's imagination engaged so that we, in the fear of all the stuff that we're talking about, actually manifest that reality? Does that make any sense? Hello? Yeah, thought into matter, right? I mean... Um, yeah, I'm wondering if they're not trying to... They can't beat us. If we can imagine something totally different, like they're just little puffs of smoke and are going to disappear, if we can imagine that, that's what the reality will be. But if they can convince us that there's demons all over the place that are out to get us, and we begin to focus on that, could we be creating demons? Now, D Derek, you've actually worked with dark entities. And you've seen them. Do you want to comment on this subject here? Yeah, I would say that the, how you work with reality is how you realize it at the moment. And I'll elaborate. So that's why it doesn't matter what somebody, because your imagination is real, of course, how some, let's just say, energy worker works with the metaphysical. They can imagine... Um, you know, a set of magic wands, or let's say you're a, a mechanic kind of person. So maybe they'll think of wrenches and tools. It doesn't matter because as long as you're interacting with it. So that's why it kind of goes different routes. And some people will say, well, you need this and a metaphysical tool for this, that, and the other. You don't need anything. You need to have the intention or understanding that you're affecting it, and then you can invent whatever tool or way of working with it you want. And then that will affect the bad guys we're talking about. That's how, what's what, that's what they're doing. They're affecting our reality by affecting our emotions and imagination. You don't all of a sudden, more often than not, see someone, again, have fun with a bad guy popping in front of you. Not happening. Doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, some of us, ooh, and I'll make fun of it, get the fun of seeing that. And let me tell you, you don't want it. So interact within the metaphysical, imagination and emotions, and then invent whatever tools you want, and it will. So... If they can get you to watch whoever they are, so many bad movies that you start having this thought process that this color means this, that, and the other, well, then they're going to have fun with that. That all of a sudden they're going to get your line up your synchronicities. They're going to grab your metaphysical attention in 3D life and get you to look here, see that color, get you in that state of fear, if that makes sense. And there's a million ways of doing that. And then they're basically, and you, you can zoom out and say, oh, they're acting like puppeteers. We're getting, they're getting us to do it ourselves. Um, so, yeah, there's always more to the story on that, but I hope that made some sense. Yeah, it's kind of hard to make any sense of this, but let's make it even one, take it one step further, because I'm going to play the, uh, the discussion of, uh, by Somatic Jewel, I guess she's called, and it's Victor Schallenberger, and it's on water. You know which one I'm talking about, Mark? Yeah, I got that from X Twitter, and uh, let me see if I can bring up. Yeah, go ahead and play it, and then I'll bring up the reference for people it's, afterwards. It's an interest. It's an, another interesting look at it. Let's say. Wish to understand nature, and through this, to come closer to the truth, I could not find at school or at church. I was repeatedly drawn to the forest where I could watch the flow of water for hours on end without getting tired or irritable. At that time I did not yet know that water is the bearer of life or the source of what we call consciousness. 
totally oblivious, I let water flow past my searching eyes, and only years later, did I become aware that this running water attracts our consciousness magnetically, takes a piece with it, with a force that is so strong that one loses consciousness, for a while, and involuntarily falls into a deep sleep. And so, gradually I began to play with these forces in water, and I gave up this so-called free consciousness, and left it to the water for a while. Little by little this game turned into a very serious matter, because I saw that it was possible to release my own consciousness from my body, and attach it to the water. When I took it back again, the consciousness borrowed from the water told me things that were often very strange, and so the searcher became a researcher who could send his consciousness on expeditions, so to speak, and this way I found out about things the rest of mankind has missed because they do not know that people are able to send their free consciousness everywhere, even where the seeing I cannot look. This so-called sight practiced with blindfolded eyes finally gave me ties to the secrets of nature, which I slowly began to recognize and understand in their own fabric. And in due course it became clear to me that we human beings are used to seeing everything backwards and wrong. The biggest surprise, however, was that we human beings let the most valuable part drain off as useless, and from all the great intellectuality that flows through us, we retain only the feces. You. Okay, giving reference to that um, from from the Twitter account um, at Cymatic Jewel J O U L E. That's her post from uh, this year, January 9th, um, saying Victor Schauberger expressed that he was able to merge his consciousness with water, thereby enabling insight into the working mind of water. From his book, A Life Learning from Nature, uh, obviously the AI um, audiobook version which takes one to archive.org forward slash details forward slash Victor Schauberger. Victor's with the K. Um, I did buy the book just based on that that quote because I wanted to learn more of, um, you know, she doesn't give the exact page number, so maybe I'll have to go through the, um, what do you call it, comments or maybe ask. ask. But, uh, yeah, so... Schauberger's name comes up with, with um, you know, Walt's devices, of course, um, newparadigmtools.net, and uh, people who know Dan Winter in, in making that um, imploder, that, that vortex is water. And, you know, <clears throat> going back to Derek's PDF <clears throat> in his book, Nancy's book, uh, Shungite Reality, that since I've been using it for hundreds of years, Shungite, to, to do the same thing. And so you had the, you have this um, <clears throat> kind of a mind trap or a mind break with um, you know biohackers and uh, um, now that EMFs has become like a thing to talk about and um, it's everywhere. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, the over reliance on EMF meters. Um, I, I guess we can set that aside and just just focus on water. But, um, yeah, so Shungite structuring water has been used by Russians hundreds of years, and now people know, you know it, it, the awareness is growing. Uh, but going back to Derek's book and, and audio book on YouTube, like, there's the, the cosmic silver angle that um, enhances that even more. You know, it, it's more occult than esoteric, but, you know, it's out there, been out there. So, um yeah, throw it back to you guys. Well, um, 
Go ahead, Derek. You got some thoughts? No, it just popped up in the book. Yeah, I was just looking to see what all I hit. That ebook we're talking about here, I've got information. Um, yeah, and there's lots of even, <clears throat> excuse me, not esoteric, not just esoteric, but, uh, um, you know, here within science realms, we can say, um, they're using it, shungai and silver, the combination as well, um, for different reasons. So a lot of these things cross over that we say are working physically or metaphysically. There's really no separation. Um, and then that's why, so I see the cosmic silver shungai kind of, uh, and that's exactly how I used it as like a booster of my already, um, already, oh, how do I put that? So we all have these metaphysical abilities. So we just have to become aware of them. So what it does is it enhances that, I guess you can say enhances your awareness, which then would, you know, enhance the, the usefulness of them. Um, it's a difficult thing to talk about. Um, but it's all in a knowing, so well, it's a confidence well, thing. Go ahead. Yeah, let me let me maybe give a, an insight here, because to me what happens is that the Shungite stabilizes your 3D body. It takes the electromagnetic, bioelectromagnetic field and stabilizes it, so it's it's not off kill. You can measure it. You, can, you give somebody Shungite and the, the machines that are measuring the energy fields they stabilize so if the key to let's say accessing your your psychic abilities is a connection to your higher self where all this ability is understood and exists if that is a uh, response to how synchronistic how much resonance how much quantum entanglement is involved between you and your higher self so it may be that just by taking the 3D electro bioelectromagnetic field and stabilizing it, that the connection to the higher self is easier to maintain and easier to get to. And once you open that pathway, then, I, you know, I've been around you long enough to know it's like, you go like, hmm, I wonder if what, if, what happens if I do this, or sometimes you just do that and something happens. It's like you are synced with your higher self where all these abilities are there. Would that make sense? Yeah, it's a good way of describing it. It just shows you, you know, all of us can do it. We can all just tune in to, to everything, and then it'll come in um, in an understanding that that person will get. So, again, if they're a baker, they'll get it. Well, then they'll realize, oh, just like in this pie, you have to put these two things together to make that one or... You know, or, you know, there's just so many ways of, I don't want to pigeonhole myself in a, a way of doing this or describing it. That's why I stay kind of vague. Um, just do you, and I'm talking to everybody, on whatever understanding you have or invent one. You can have your own language. So um, I'm trying to think of one. That's why it's so it doesn't matter. Some people have come in here and said, well, I've been taught that this color means this. So when I see it around here, or like their energy field, or um, that it's either good or bad or this, that, and the other. Well, I've met other people that, thought that color was the exact opposite and it was so it wasn't the color thing it was there just like food you know some people you know if you try some meal from another country they hadn't tried before and it's, you know, it tastes really off to you it's just not what you're used to it's just different um and that's the thing even in the energetic realms um i know it's difficult to talk about at least for me because i don't have the you know the language for it um but we, you just need to be open to that um so i was saying also let me not if you you can program that word works well whatever 
color or object to have whatever intention you want. And that's how you'll affect it um, by by your intent. Again, it's a placebo effect. Same thing. Give them the sugar cube. Tell you it's going to heal the, the whatever illness or disease, and all of a sudden it heals them. No, it was their intention or their frequency, the person receiving it, tuned or toned in their imagination and emotions. They imagined that pill was going to help them. They got all excited that it was going to. That's all that happened. Obviously, the sugar cube didn't do anything. Um, and we just we need to work that way. So then go pick up your favorite rock or crystal and placebo effect yourself. Meaning you don't have to convince yourself. Just know it's a thing. It's not a trickery thing. It's an awareness thing. So grab it by the horns and say, well, then that is that and this is that. And, and then you can really have fun with stuff um, and then and kind of go from there. So that's just kind of a starting point. I don't know where you guys wanted to go in the conversation with. Um, anyway, yeah. There's lots of angles. Um, I did reply to her, uh, Jules, um, what do you call it, post on that, um, <clears throat> of like where the exact page number is from the quote. I bought the book just based on the, I mean, not just based on, on, on the, the, the reading of the book, but, you know, Walt's constantly referencing him in regards to, you know, the universe's structure, um, different devices, but I don't know how many months ago we played um, a couple of Veda Austin's um, interviews of, uh, and she's done this for years, of working with the water to create images of of um, uh, whatever she's thinking or matching it with different pictures she's sh- uh, sharing with um, um, uh, with the water. And there was some example of of like you're in this this butcher shop, and and so you you have like the meat and then the the window pane, and then the frost on the window pane has a uh, almost a similar um, visual of what we're seeing in the meat. So that that's one of the examples that it, it's already been doing this. And and so where do you take it as far as? Um, your own intentions and, and working. So she's, she's, you know, is constantly interviewed and, and holds workshops. Um, let me see where I wanted to take that. Uh, I guess we could play the, Nancy, the um, um, Reese report clip, because I think he, he does mention Schauberger and water and how that connects to heart. It, it does connect. So if you have that queued up to play. Which one that's are you talking? The, uh, that's the bit shoot link with with the heart and um, oh the heart one okay yeah Rudolf Steiner whose teachings led to anthroposophical medicine biodynamic farming and the Waldorf school said that the heart is a seven sided regular form that sits in an imaginary box in the chest regular means that all seven sides are identical Plato described five platonic solids and Steiner said there was a sixth one. He also said that the heart is not a pump. This fantastic claim was vindicated by Frank Chester, who figured out how to design a seven-sided regular form. This sixth platonic solid is now called the chestahedron, and it fits perfectly inside a cube at an angle of 36 degrees off-center to the left, the exact same angle that the heart sits in the chest. When submerged in water and spun, Two counter-rotating vortices are formed. 
Recent scientific studies have shown that these two vortices facilitate the closing of the valves, and when the vortices don't form properly, blood clots will appear. The man who unfolded a thousand hearts, Paco Torrent Guasp, discovered that the heart is a single muscular band folded over itself in a spiraling pattern. The heart itself is a vortex of tissue. It is not a pump, it is a vortex machine. For centuries, it was believed that matter can only exist in three states, such as water, which can exist as liquid, ice, and vapor. Human cells are 70% water, but most of this water is not in any of these three states. We have recently learned that with water, there is a fourth state. This fourth state is called the plasma state, gel phase, exclusion zone, or structured water. And this is what pushes your blood through the entire cardiovascular system. Fueled by infrared energy from its environment, the water in our body becomes an electrical propulsion system. A certain percentage of the water in our body becomes structured water, and the rest remains normal liquid water, or bulk water. The structured water becomes negatively charged and forms the gelatinous outer walls of our capillaries, veins, and arteries. These negatively charged outer walls continuously propel the positively charged bulk water within, carrying the blood with it. This propulsion system will run indefinitely, so long as it stays charged, and the way you charge it is with the Earth's electromagnetic field, infrared energy, and positive thought. The work of Dr. Misaru Emoto has scientifically demonstrated that water exposed to loving human words and thoughts is transformed into its natural hexagonal shape. It becomes structured at a molecular level based on our positive intention. This new model shows that it is the blood that pumps the heart, not the other way around. And in order to keep the flow strong and healthy, our best medicine is to connect to the earth, get sunlight, love ourselves, and love one another with physical touch. Victor Schauberger spent his life studying water and found that in the natural world, water will always create vortices along its path. Schauberger learned that this spiral action is what structures the water in nature and that when subjected to modern man-made water treatment, it loses its structure. Schauberger's work led him to believe that one could generate energy out of a vortex. He described it as an energy implosion, as opposed to an energy explosion. Dr. Tom Cowan, who has written about this in Human Heart, Cosmic Heart, has an interesting theory which may explain the saying, a heart of gold. Another recent discovery is that gold in its purest form does not appear to be gold at all. Under the right conditions, normal, physical gold can be transformed into a fine white powder known as monatomic gold. This monatomic gold has been studied by multiple advanced laboratories, and it has very strange properties. It can be made to levitate and disappear. Monatomic gold is superconductive, and many would argue that this is what the alchemists were after. One of the ways of turning metallic gold into monatomic gold is by putting it through a high-speed vortex. When this transformation occurs, there is a flash of light and a 44% loss in weight. Dr. Cowan believes that the trace amounts of gold in our blood is transformed into monatomic gold as it travels through the double vortices in the heart, creating the spark of life. 
Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Well, that was a mouthful. I didn't actually listen to that whole thing. I had, you know, I was trying to get it edited and up. Wow. Uh, what did you think of it, Mark? <laughs> yeah, um, I like these little clips. They really should make like a DVD of all of his stuff that he does. There's another one I'm going to send you. Um, uh, somewhat related, but more in the biological weapon angle. <laughs> I guess my favorite topic recent, of recent. But um, commenting on, let me just read this here. Uh, I was looking to see if there's any wor comments worth noting from, from <clears throat> Jules' post, it, which relates to this. Um, so this guy's saying, and of course you got the Dan Winter references and terminology, water is a coherent conduit to the ether, in, in parentheses, or quantum vacuum if you prefer. <clears throat> when structured properly, it can become a phase conjugate implosive dielectric capacitor. Its fractal lattice structure makes it a wonderful storage and distribution array for longitudinal waves. So he does have some graphics here in that post. Um, and then something about uh, coherent versus decoherence in life processes, uh, like, a, like a reference thing. <clears throat> but in, in relation to the clip, so there is this relationship, obviously, with consciousness, water, life force, or ether, and and a structure is created with with those those um, uh, uh, themes dancing, right? And <clears throat> let me see. So he was mentioning <clears throat> it's not the heart pumping; it's it's the blood and us being mostly water. And how Derek and you always talk about intention is everything, the mindset, and then the projection out from consciousness and of how um, one stays, uh, uh, you know, balanced and stable. And so <clears throat> I forget where I heard that I listen to so much stuff all the time. But so as as us being, you know, bringing it down, you have. Uh, molecules, atoms, and then light. And of course, you can reference the Bible of Genesis of, you know, God and, and light and how, <clears throat> which came first. And you think about the Tesla quote of of the key to the universe being sound, light, and vibration. Um, and there's also reference to Shari Edwards, which, which I did mail you. We'll talk about that later. But <clears throat> my point is... Um, uh, you know, people listen to this is about health, and so light comes first. <clears throat> I don't know in regards to vibration or sound, but if it's light that we need to nourish ourselves, then people need to be outside more. I mean, like yesterday, um, you know, it, it's been back and forth here with rain. So whenever there's sun, however little, even with the clouds, I try to out, be outside as much as I can uh, and, and working out. And, and that's what <clears throat> kind of feeds our body more than food, more than supplements, right? And so there's a there's a story I should try to <clears throat> bring it up of the uh, gold medal runner Usain Bolt. Um, I'll, I'll find the exact quote, but he was able to win all these gold medals by specifically just eating chicken nuggets, right? So it's like th th that story just throws everybody off in <clears throat> any kind of, uh, you know, what, what do you call it, um, expertise they're in. And what is the answer to that is he 
practices his running in the equator up in like the mountains and it, it just goes to show like it, what you eat really doesn't matter because light life force you know if you're in the equator then it's like you can be a vegetarian you can just eat all meat it, it doesn't matter because you're constantly nourishing, your, nourishing yourself with the life-giving you know and, and and that goes into the discussion of people wearing sunglasses and then people out in the hot sun with an umbrella but um yeah it's a matter of education so <clears throat> on days that are rainy i have an infrared light and then a vitamin d light and uh so far i've been pretty good as far as not getting sick um during this winter and um reese the reese report was mentioning structured water so <clears throat> of course we can you know gerald pollack is kind of the go-to guy for the fourth phase of water and in previous uh shungai shows i've talked about there's a fifth phase of water that's been created people can go youtube rob gorley g-o-u-r-l-e and he talks about this this um also another form of structured water but he's just adding electrons and i like listening to his interviews because <clears throat> one of the things that he mentioned that's controversial is um, if you put water in glass, that steals the electrons from it. I've never heard that from anybody else. So, like, when I buy this water, uh, if you go to his interviews, he talks about this water that he sells. And so <clears throat> that fifth phase of water, um, the stories are pretty amazing as far as – aside from uh, flushing out um, radiation, ejecting heavy metals, and if you take supplements, it increases its um, application by seven to tenfold. The stories of people breaking uh, extreme sports records of skydiving and mountain climbing, you know, by just bringing this water around with them. So, um, yeah, people check that out. And it's also he's also been interviewed by um, a doctor, Wendy Rogers, I think it is. So um, that's still on YouTube. But yeah, there's so many angles and places you can go with this. And um, I don't know. That, that's why I wanted you to play the clip because it kind of jumps around a little bit, but connects all of it. Uh, what I do. So, uh, back to you guys. Well, um, that was certainly a uh, very interesting <laughs> roundabout, touching on all sorts of subjects. What would you like to to say there, Derek? Is your head kind of rolling? Um, minus. <laughs> yeah, no, that's interesting info. I've been uh, opening up websites in the background here bookmarking some stuff I'm going to look at later. Um, but all these different things, are, it doesn't matter who's talking about water or what form. Basically, what I get from it all is that we all need to learn how to do it ourselves, not buy a product. Um, and that does bring it back to doing it yourself by using Shungite, Shungite water beads, your intention, emotions, all of that stuff. Because when we talk about, you realize glass removes electrons, this, that. Well, so does your hand, and I'm not dissing anything. I'm just saying, yep, all of that's accurate and a lot of other factors we're not thinking about. So ultimately, there's no way we're going to, in our, our even logical heads, trying to put that big puzzle together and long at the end of the day have this magical glass of water that's perfect for us in every form and is holding this, that, and the other. Blah, blah. Good luck on that. What it's going to be is each of us using our own, yes, sometimes tools and devices and things and understandings, but ultimately it's us deciding that that cup of water in front of you is that and that will if it's a lack of electron thing or too many or too many negative or all of that can be affected with your intentions and thoughts 
So I'm just trying. I'm not that guy that like cut to the chase because I've gotten lost in all these things and always lost. I'm just saying. Um, in my head, I was when I was going through this. I don't know how many years ago, all the various waters and any moto stuff. And he's not the only one. There's, this has been done for a long time um, in different ways. I'm just that guy that likes to zoom out. And I realized, well, at the end of the day, it is again, like I said, your intention and and thoughts on that cup of water in front of you um, to have the final say, and then your the way you're drinking it because you're getting like the chicken nugget guy he really loved his chicken nuggets okay was it the chicken nuggets or the love the, and i'm not saying he sat there all excited that he was eating them but in his thoughts he knew he was doing that and so there is that intention part of it um so that's really what was doing it so it could be a chicken nugget or a cup of water you can literally affect how your body interacts with it with your thoughts and emotions i mean they've taught seal team members to fill their stomachs or release their bladders without being able to just have it just disappear if they can't eat for days because they're hunkered down in sniper position so-and-so there's things you can do to fill your stomach without moving that's a, and all these things have been taught for i don't know how long now not just in those circles but other ones um and it's just a thing so no that's all interesting stuff i've got a uh, let me say the bookmark here i already looked at that and mark you may know the name it's called, and he said it was that it's ether, ether, I guess to be ether, they put A and ether, force, and they're talking about a, did they mention Frank Chester at all? No, no, not at all. Okay. I'm just curious. This looks like another, so just, it just looks like a physicist talking the same stuff. Um, but no, that's all fascinating. I'm looking at the seven-sided heart shape, the energy field. All that made 100% sense to me as far as um, the vortex is and the, you know, the the blood moving the heart and not the inverse and all of that. So, huh? I'm gonna I'm gonna look more into that. Well, you know what what I I kind of thought of was they were talking about when you put water in a glass, the electrons are taken out of it. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Well, let's look at that. Okay, who was holding the glass? If you didn't test this thing without anybody touching that glass, you have no idea what happened or why. Well, it's been shown your thoughts on an object affected anyway, and that's what right. Well, your energy field does. Oh, you know, you don't have not. to. You know, you don't have to have any pause or any any you know detailed thought in your head. The very fact that you've touched it would probably attract all the electrons to you. I mean, why would the glass take out? No, it, it, you know they fundamentally get on a on a on a look at something, but they don't take it to the energy level. You know, it, it's like yes, you can test this here, but if it's not completely void, I mean, this is, goes back to the, the the quantum, you know, concept of thought is what dictates reality. Because if, and they've tried all sorts of different ways of doing this and testing this, but the, the, the basic fundamental aspect of quantum physics, as I understand it, is that whatever you think is going to happen, is going to happen. So they, they've got to look further. You know, I mean, it's not just the 3D response to something. It's what was the energetic reason for it? So that that's what I, I kind of tweaked on that. But, um, okay, so we're at the top of the hour, so we might as well just play us our 
theme song, Shanghai, because I don't have to worry about copyright. Okay, here we go. And welcome back to the Shungite Reality second hour on February 13th, 2024. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit and Mark Joseph. You guys are back, yes? Yeah, I am. Okay, excellent. So where would you... That was an interesting first first hour all over the place. Where would you guys like to go now? Um, Just following up on that last topic, so, uh, Derek, I did mail you that um, that bottled water. I don't know if you remember the Wata, and then you did say you got more energy from it. Um, I don't know how many months ago that was. It was like a year ago, but um, you did try it. So I think, um, you know, you did. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, 
Let me see. So I, I was going to oh. share. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say, okay, I didn't tie it to that's the water that was okay. That makes sense. Um, and then, because I was going to ask you too, how did he, because um, you mentioned the glass thing and it was in the plastic kind of deal. That was very interesting water. I wasn't tying it to the, um, yeah, what we were just listening to on the last hour. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember if there was any more detail he gave of that. Um, he did give an example, but I, I'd have to re-listen to the interview. It's been a while since I heard it. Um, so let me see. Uh, going back to that Usain Bolt thing and how it sounds kind of unbelievable. Um, going on a Dr. Jack Cruz uh, post here. Um, I, I did put it in the Mitochondriacs Facebook group. Um, um, if people want to type in uh, Usain Bolt. Um, so he says, it was well documented. Bolt was asked what he ate to train before his gold medals, and he said he ran in the sun in Jamaica while eating chicken nuggets. Um, so the link was to this Time magazine. Um, let me see. It, turn, oh, yeah, the data is November 4th, 2013, titled Usain Bolt ate 100 chicken nuggets a day in Beijing and somehow won three gold medals. Uh and then there was another one in the post on the legend's birthday. Here's a look at Usain Bolt's diet and training secrets from India today. So people want to take a look at that. That was from 2017. Um, but yeah, main point is, is, is um, light, life force, the sun. Um, let me see. Uh, okay. I think that's what, Oh, did, did we want to go back to anything from your, um, uh, what do you call it, Derek? Your uh, PDF, the the YouTube. I mean, that was a big, um, big release as far as uh, you know, upping the next Shanghai Shanghai beekeeping angle. And I mean, you did say it was for newbies, but um, you know, after talking to Kerry Lavender, it's like you have this. Um, it's, a, it's a good refresher, and and people are coming more into Shanghai. Like my big thing last year was. Um, Cliff High's consistent talking about it. And Nancy, you have that clip, right? Maybe we could prep it soon. Um, and then even other truth or influencers like um, uh, um, like 107 and, and Tom Numbers, Dr. Jane Ruby, they've been promoting Shanghai too, like all around the same time. It was, it was weird. You need to have this, this synchronicity going on. Um, but yeah, any, any, anything else to add on on? your current releases and I, I do like the Shanghai news angle because um you know we're here almost weekly right and so how do we constantly just bring it back to one rock uh so yeah i'll, I'll bring it back to you yeah maybe yeah no i was thinking about that since nancy mentioned that as well um and we're talking maybe we do do a <clears throat> excuse me a, a weekly I don't, I don't want to do a newsletter per se, but something new online, some type of updated area. So I've dropped down some notes right now and I guess started on mystical wares, but, um, and just keep any new, then I, I will do that. And actually knowing me, I'll have it up by the end of the day. So there'll be a Shungai news page on mysticalwares.com where I will do, and yeah, I have, for those that weren't here earlier, some graphics I put together, it looks like a newspaper, this, that, and the other, but I'll put under that, all the new news that we come up with because I find a lot of it myself out there when I'm just, you know, going through the internet and finding science articles. So then I'll announce, well, here's the latest editions. And when Mark does a lot of 
podcast um, listening to it gets to do. So that's great. So then he can, you know, send me the links and we'll put those on there. So, um, yeah, I think that's a great idea. And we'll get that happening today. So, and Nancy, of course, has a hundred avenues to bring stuff in on in that. So I think between us all, and then we'll I'll have an open, uh, a forum feedback on there too, where people can submit their own links, info, uploads, whatever. And if it's, you know, pertinent, we'll, we'll add it in there and share it with everybody. So we'll have a, a one updated location. Yeah. So what I do, my, my pattern is, um, I go on Twitter type in the word Shungite, and then under the filter of latest. Uh, so, for example, this was just two hours ago, <clears throat> uh, Rose of Crow 777, that's her account, is promoting your um, episode appearance, episode 240. So she put that just two hours ago on, on, on Twitter, and so I'm going to capture that as a screen capture and then put it in the Shungite Reality uh, uh, Facebook group. And what I also tend to do is, um, uh, you know, the science papers you have and um, how Shungite <clears throat> biocompatibilizes the bad or demolecularizes it. And when talk because I, I I'm, was a member of the Dr. Jack, Dr. Jack Cruz uh, uh, um, forum, and he does a Q&A, and so you have all these people asking questions because it's from a uh, quantum biophysics and mitochondrial medicine angle. Um, and so one of the topics was about um, fluoride in tea. So there's high concentrations of fluoride in tea. Just type people, just keyword search it, and then put in tea. And I was going to, uh, I don't know, future show, read some of these um, better quoted articles. But there is a science paper in the Shungite group um, that uh, – Shungite does does demolecularize fluoride, and so then <clears throat> that goes to in your store. What is the best thing for that? If we get the the three beads with the silver going through and just put it in like your cup to to take care of the you know the fluoride and glyphosate in, in, in from the tea, you know. So things like that, and then any kind of health news that matches up with what how Shungite rebalances different things like. <clears throat> again, against glyphosate, and uh, um, yeah, so so that, that I think as far as the structure for Shungite News, that that's how I've been approaching the show for, and how how I constantly have material. So Nancy has other clips to play, and the filter would be Shungite because again, that's the Infinity Stone that people are coming around to slowly, as with everything else. <clears throat> oh, um. Yeah, any comments on that before we move on to another thing? Well, you wanted me to play no, clip. Okay, go ahead, Eric. Oh, no, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, was, you know, I think that was a great idea, and I've actually already got the web page up, so it's clickable now on myscores.com, and I'll be adding to it throughout the day. Um, what were you going to say, Nancy? Oh, he, he wanted to play clip high, I think, didn't you? Mark? I mean, yeah, eventually, after, if you guys want to comment on what I was saying. Well, I thought you said it well. <laughs> yep, nope, great idea. Now, we'll keep, I'll, again, keep updating the website and look for uh, links from you guys as you find them and our, our, uh, the listeners, too. So, we'll all take part. So, you want the cliff high? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I like it because he gets into some... 
history stuff. <laughs> we'll listen to it. Here it is. Seven minutes though. One of these strange health initiatives like the Shungite. Okay, so in, in Russia you'll find whole stores that are just devoted to Shungite. And um, it's this little mineral here. I wear it as, um, as a medallion. I don't know if we can see it there. I've got a little American flag on mine. Um, oh, that's nice. Uh, anyway, it's, um, uh, it prevents electromagnetic fields. If you put it between your body and any kind of an electromagnetic field, it sucks in the EMF and prevents that stuff from getting to you. So right now there's an electromagnetic magnetic field out by the screen that's around a 57. And uh, it's less than two getting beyond the shungite here. Okay, they also put shungite in water. And I do that as well. I've got a bunch of rough shungite stones that I've got in my water filter. And uh, my dogs will not drink uh, filtered water that doesn't have, have it be filtered through the shungite anymore. I mean, they just won't touch it. I can put two <laughs> bowls down there. I can put the, they, they don't like the city water anyway with all of the chemicals in it. Right. But they, they know that the shungite adds something to it. And the Russians are also of this, uh, under this impression. And if you look in Russian literature, they've got longevity studies on people that, have, that uh, are up in the Karelian area. Uh, and that's something else as well. Uh, but uh, that, that are living longer because these people drink water that is basically being filtered in the ground through shungite where the meteor hit. And then they also filter it um, with shungite in their local or in their crocs and stuff, right? Uh, and so the, they're living about 11 to 18% longer than ordinary Russians that don't have access to the shungite, who may be close enough that they're sort of actually getting it through the ground. So um, the Russians will be the lead in the water thing. It'll come to us, but we've got a lot of other crap that's going to be occupying our mind uh, for the next few years before we really get into this. Now, one little bit to divert, though. All shungite comes from a single meteor strike in northern Russia, right? And it is in a place that phonetically, uh, probably is doing this very badly, Kar-El. Okay, so it, it's the Elohim again. Uh, okay, so and so here's the thing. The, the reason that, that the Karelian in um, the Karelian region in Russia got struck by that meteorite is said to be by literature that is old and Russian and Chinese. That was part of the attack on Earth. The, there were there were three meteorites. One, and they're not in the same time period, uh, but there were three meteorites that have been, or three meteors that have been um, uh, talked about in literature as being part of an attack. And the Karelian one was was very definitely spoken of in this literature as being a part of the attack when humans were conquered. So again, that's why the L in the in the name, everything that was a touch to the Elohim, it's all connected. Well, it's fascinating, and it, does, it makes a lot of sense when you consider the, the demonization of Russia and the Russian people um, in the past, you know, however many years. And a lot of people are very familiar with a man named Edgar Cayce, and he was actually he was a devout Christian. He also happened to be uh, a, a talented uh, medical medium, we could call him, although I do believe that term has been coined by someone recently, um, so who calls himself the medical medium, but Edgar Casey is the OG. Um, and he uh, quoted, I'm quoting him here, from Russia, 
will come the light of the world. And he was talking about this time period that we were in, I believe. And it makes a lot of sense, especially when you consider some of the more popular Russian literature that has circulated its way um, across the planet, such as The Ringing Cedars, the story of Anastasia. Mm -hmm. And so she's the one that is fabulous stuff, highly recommend it. Um, she, part of her teachings is this, um, this uh, reestablishment of human beings uh, with, uh, and our symbiotic connection to the natural world, so much so that you know, she, she talked about taking a seed and putting it beneath the tongue and allowing for uh, the DNA exchange to take place where now that seed would grow and the fruit that it, that it produced would essentially have been uh, created to target specific ailments within that person's DNA. Very similar to the idea of a mother who's breastfeeding her child, her infant, the, the um, saliva, all of the, the DNA mixing. Now that child through the saliva is sending the mother's body signals, allowing her to create the breast milk, the antibodies that are targeting exactly what that child needs. And so the argument here is that we have the same relationship or a comparable relationship with Mother Earth as the infant and the mother. And so, and it, I believe it did inspire an entire uh, movement called Anastasiasism, Anastasiasism, I believe that's it. And so there's entire communities of people across the world that live in accordance with those teachings. And um, it just makes a lot of sense that we here in the Western world would have to endure this, tr this trial by fire period, if you will, where we are essentially under a kind of dome of, of punishment <laughs> where we kind of have well, to... It's not kind of, it's literal, the chemtrails. All yeah. of these things are intended to separate you from that um, natural uh, bioelectromechanical or bioelectrical alignment. So you're quite correct. It's it's. it's I don't think may, I don't think of it as a punishment. I think of it as the uh, controller's uh, desire to keep us separated and um, make us into mechanistic, right? As opposed to uh, flowing with like a spiritual aspect of things, right? Uh, so, but you're quite correct. So um, the Russians, by the way, uh, will probably be the entree for a lot more real history. Um, mm -hmm. They are actually uh, doing that now, putting out stuff about Tartaria and all of these kind of things, and they're there for all of the um, uh, support. You can go to Yandex and get a lot more information about anything than from any of the Western uh, search engines. And um, uh, I think that we that that statement will end up being accurate that Casey made that you know they will be the light of the Rudolf world. Steiner, who's teaching. Yeah, so that was from um, two months ago, uh, Jenny Constantine YouTube channel titled Cliff High 2024 Year of the Dragon. Um, yeah, I posted that in the Cliff High WebBot Facebook group too. And um, yeah, so it's a, it's a you know decent foundation people can get started in. And then he does have a sub stack where he's commented on Shanghai a few times last year. And uh, people have uh, referenced you guys, Mystical Wares, Nancy, and in, in your book. So um, slowly but surely, people are coming around, but they kind of get stuck in this, uh, let's just say, normie 
of just oh I have the pyramid and then the the sphere the egg the shungai and then that and, and keep it around for you know EMF mitigation and that's kind of it and I think because where I found you Nancy was Kerry Cassidy um I want to try to find that actual link from 2019 because that's how I first found shungai but um I don't think she goes past silver it's or, or past past those things I mentioned the pyramid and, and you know the the standard tools but uh, you you've been there on a couple times so you know. It's there for people to, to check out. Um, yeah, so I don't really have much to comment on that since we've covered more stuff in regards to uh, just wondering what next clip to go into, unless you guys want to comment on that. No, I don't I really have any comments. Did you, Nancy? No, not really. Um, I do find it... Uh, <laughs> when I first started with a with the Shungite, I knew, knew some Russians uh, here in the States, and they all said to me, it's just dirt. <laughs> what, what are you people looking at this for? You know, it's just dirt. Well, they don't think of it as dirt anymore because I gave them Shungite, and then they saw the magic in it. But, uh, yeah, uh, again, Cliff has got a piece of the information, but they're not getting beyond the the basics into what's really behind it and you get in the what's behind it then it all starts to make sense you know it's not woo woo magic it's enterology and that's the difference but the thing of it is is that enterology teaches us how strong we are so um yeah we're gonna go now um, so that that um, Twitter post I mentioned about Derek's Crow Triple Seven appearance I posted in the Facebook Shungite group and then like ten other groups I'm in. Uh, so that's a good refresher for everybody. I'll be sharing that in my other like Catherine Fitz's group and the Synergist of Sabrina Wallace, a couple other places. Um, uh, oh, can you play the the Kate Daly show talking about? Edison and Tesla and uh, EMFs. With ba- K- baby com. Baby Baby okay. Depot. Depot. It's talking uh, yes. about yeah, you. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't see the whole title of it. Yes. Dangling okay. topic for you. But in the movie Leave Your Sense Behind or <laughs> Leave the World Behind with Julia Roberts, people were complaining that the sounds in the show were disturbing their health like people getting sick after the show, okay? Now, remember the concert when people got, they just went into that weird weirdness, and they were they said that it was a concert in Texas. Remember that? And wasn't it a Travis concert where they, where they were basically, all the people started um, having these weird things happen to them, and they thought that they were letting go of some sort of sound or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so infrasonic um, sounds that we can't hear but are laced or interlaced into soundtrack. Now, this has been going on a long time. This is why the hertz changed in rock and roll. It's mm-hmm. why all kinds of different things changed in the music that we used to listen to versus, like, your ballroom music. It turned into rock and roll for a reason. I think there was manipulation about that. I think that we were um, sort of finely tuned to accept this type of music. Yeah. I, I also think mm-hmm. that people who grew up with the old mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. 
have an aversion to yes, the new music. because of the way it makes you feel. But the younger mm-hmm. people who never heard the yeah. old music... <laughs> They're used to it. They have no aversion to yeah. it. They're used to being agitated yeah. and feeling kind of crappy, right, when you mm-hmm. listen to certain music. And so there were people saying, look, there was recordings done of the, that show that they wanted everybody to watch, and Netflix said it was number one, okay, Julia Roberts movie. And um, all about an EMP hitting and that there were harmful effects from um, from uh, infrasonic layers of music put into the movie and how much more they're doing this. A lot more people are talking about the effects of 5G, um, why you've got those ugly, ugly towers everywhere um, and um, all these different all these different things in our society now. But they are actually conducive to bad bad health and why you might be getting sicker isn't due to some virus that the government's talking about with covid and covid numbers but more about this kind of stuff making you sick and and not just necessarily that physical health right right there's also an issue going on where a lot of people are starting to believe that there's almost a contagious mental illness going around (laughs) Mm -hmm. this could account for that because right. many, many to people today, they're not seeing things correctly. I know. Well, and it's, it's, um, it's, so when you talk about it, people automatically go to Crazyville, right? Oh, that's crazy talk. I'm just listening to music over my radio yeah. or over, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm not, that, that's weird. No, it's not. It's been around for a really long time and they've been able to manipulate it for a really, really long time. Yep. I mean, how does your cell phone work? Okay. Your email doesn't physically go. My, if I sent you an email right now, it doesn't physically go from my phone to your phone. Nope. Okay? That's not how it works. It, it goes up. It's You can't see it. It's done over sort of like a wire with wireless technology. And then, and then through math, through numbers, it actually translates into an information packet. Okay? Have you ever wondered why you could copy and paste with one finger? copy with one finger and paste with another have you ever wondered about how all that works so they're saying that it's wireless that actually hands us many 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 health issues and problems right we've talked about this on the show before it's very similar to light yep everybody Mm -hmm. believes that ultraviolet light can cause problems Yeah. yeah well these sound waves are no different. Yep. A lot of the same symptoms from um, infrasound exposure, like fatigue, apathy, depression, uh, pressure in the ears, um, humming, loss of concentration, drowsiness, all kinds of stuff. Sure. Um, so I think that's important. Um, here is a Tesla clip I wanted to play really fast. I'll play some of it. Here we go. This is Tesla talking about the shape of the pyramids, wireless and uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, And this comes to us from the Tesla site. Here we go. Yes, Nikola Tesla submitted his U.S. patent, 787412, which was titled, The Art of Transmitting Electrical Energy Through the Natural Medium. It included designs for a series of worldwide generators. Tesla realized that the ionosphere was sparkling with electrical energy which could easily be tapped. Planet Earth, according to Tesla, was a gigantic electrical generator spinning around two magnetic poles from which limitless energy can be harnessed using the right medium or shape. 
His device was later referred to as Tesla's electromagnetic pyramid, based on his design looking like a triangle shape. Tesla tapping into the actual shape of the pyramid, I believe, was something that, that just came round about through his investigation into the location of the pyramids. Because what appears to have happened is that he realized that it wasn't the actual shape of the pyramid so much, although pyramids uh, exhibit uh, fractal energy much more efficiently than other types of designs. But what he discovered was it was the location of the pyramids that created the power. And when he, he built his uh, facility here in Colorado Springs, and then um, on the East Coast, he did so according to the laws of where the pyramids at Giza were constructed. And it had to do with the elliptical orbit of the Earth and those sites' relationship to the actual equator that there was a natural construction somehow taking place between those very specific sites and the overall energy field of the Earth. And because of that, he believed he could transmit power wirelessly. Tesla's discovery and device disappeared after his mysterious death in 1943. But what he was trying to tap into might have just scratched the surface of understanding the power of something much more ancient. According to Nikola Tesla, 369 is the key to the universe. Tesla became so obsessed with his 369 that he would drive around a building three times before going inside of it. He cleaned his place with 18 napkins, lived in hotel rooms only with the number divisible by three. He made calculations about things in their immediate environment just to make sure the result was conceivable by three. And he based his choices on the results. He did everything in sets of three. What is Nikola Tesla trying to make us understand? We must understand that we did not create mathematics. We discovered them. It is the universal language and law. No matter where in the universe you are, one plus two will always equal three. Everything in the universe obeys this law. These forms are in nature, but the ancients emulated these forms in construction. Okay. Walt, I've seen Walt. <laughs> Got Walt on my head. You guys there? <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> 369, you know, Derek, you have uh, some uh, energy device uh, items, artifacts, if you will, on your uh, your store. Uh, tell us about the one with the three beads and then the shungite going through it. Um, that that's key because Nancy, you mentioned in Cosmic Reality Show a couple weeks ago, where and Dolly's been heavily promoting shungite, uh, shungite water to, to, as part of her health regimen. Um, that th there's a noticeable taste difference in, you know, you you put the shungite next to her in and then take it out and then drink the water. But you recommended that she keep the shungite in the water while she's drinking it. Because it does lose, and maybe you can say how many seconds it loses its uh, structure and energy, or or maybe like, is there any kind of difference in time duration, structural, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, keeping the structure um, with like a rock, three rocks, bunch of rocks, um, the cosmic silver, or like the the one Derek, what you have with the three beads and the silver going through it. Um, 
So I guess we can go with that. Well, we the know we timing know. portion of. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go, no, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the timing portion of it changes uh, depending on your environment. So there's not a concrete um, time that the water stays structured after you remove it from, say, a pitcher of water with shungite beads in it. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, a good idea would just leave the shungite beads in there, and they're usually heavy enough to where they're weighted down. But that's the the whole energy device as far as the three cosmic silver shungite beads. So each of the water beads are individually tumbled in um, pure silver for three days, and then they're taken out, inspected individually, one by one for pyrite, for damage, for all kinds of things. And then they're they're wound together in that energy device called shungite water beads. Um, that, and they do last a lifetime. Nancy, did you have an add-in to what, or something you want to say real quick? Yeah, um, might not be quick, though. Not quick, I didn't know. <clears throat> because, um, the, okay, we we know that the, the Shungite, once the Shungite leaves the water and the water just sits there, that there is a loss of charge. It's very dependent on what the environment is. If you took a glass of water, took the Shungite out of it, and put it outside in the sun and the garden and everything, it would probably maintain the spin. It would stay alive. All right? When you're in an environment as enclosed as we live in and the Wi-Fi and everything else, I think that's where you find a depletion situation. Can I cite some study that's been done on this? No, not really. But I can tell you observations of why there is a field. I mean, you don't have to worry about it in seconds or minutes. It's not like that. It's like, you know, let's say an hour. All right? I'm just giving the hour. It's, 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 it's time. But what happened was that... Um, I went through, a, I, I hardly ever fly, and I really try not to go through that metal or that scanner thing. And so I went through it, and I didn't remember or didn't think about the fact that I was wearing shungite. And they, they all of a sudden are wanding me. They want to wand me. I just walked through the thing. And I'm going, what are you looking for? And they said... Uh, you tripped the machine that you've been around explosives. And I started laughing. I said, explosives? And they said, yes. And <clears throat> then I noticed my shungite on my wrist, and I said to them, well, could this be doing it? And it was like, they just kind of, no, no, yeah. But after they wanted me, they, they let me go. So I told this story to uh, Lee Brown, and she's going through the airport scanner, and she takes off. She had three bracelets on and one of them was on her well two of them on her wrist right right and left and then one that was up more towards the um well, the upper part of her arm the fatter part of the arm and <clears throat> and, and a pendant so she knew what had happened to me and didn't want to go through it so she just took all this stuff out off and put it through the you know the baggage looky thingy and she gets out of the, the scanner thing, and sure enough, they pulled her over, and they started scanning her with a wand. Only where she was standing, she could actually see the image that had been taken while she was in the scanner. And in act, 
exactly where <clears throat> on the two wrists, uh, the upper arm, and a pendant, okay? In those areas that she had taken off, you could see this red field of energy still there. So there is a residual field of, of shungite that seems to exist even if the shungite isn't there. So uh, just as an aside, a story on that. And, um, but that's why I know they happen. But I just detect it. You know, I don't, first off, I don't ever drink water that hasn't got, sh well, I go out, I do the woo-woo mental stuff versus pulling out shungite and, you know, it's like, I'm a shungite being, I just have to shungite the water. But, um, yeah, it's just something that you can never have enough shungite and why not? Why take it out of the water? You know, it's, it's basically free. <laughs> I mean, you know, it doesn't go anywhere. And why not? Until we get some other way of measuring this sort of thing. Back to you guys. Or not? Yeah, that um, Schauberger um, quote, uh, in the book, it's page 29 to 30. Um, the Matic Jules just replied back to me, so i uh, give reference to that. So I want to go to... The questions on, on the group, um, I guess we asked. So someone was asking <clears throat> about zeolite, and um, Derek had recommended a specific one, I think. Um, there's been controversy as far as the anti-nanobiotech people that um, zeolite should not be used. I forget the reason why. I'll have to look it up. Maybe I can read it after Derek gives his recommendation of which ones to use and why, what's best energetically. Um, yeah, I've detoxed with zeolite several times. Um, it, I mean, as far as the specific ones that they're talking about, um, yeah, I'd be interested in hearing what you find on that. But yeah, zeolite, I mean, heavy metal detox, it's been around for a long time. And of course, when you, it's different than bentadine, um, because, or uh, yeah, bentadine, because, uh, or bentonite, shoot, clay. Because it passes the blood-brain barrier, so zeolite does that. It's such small, depending on how you take it, there's liquid and um, powder form, and I take the powder, not the liquid. And there's lots of ways of researching it, looking into it, and, you know, some people fall on the, the option of the powder or the liquid, you know, do your own research on that, but I take the powder occasionally. It's not a supplement, so it's a detox thing. It's when I get intuitively led that I've consumed or breathed in too many heavy metal particles and toxins that do gunk up in our glandular system and, and different areas, um, different organs and all your gut all over the place. Um, and the zeolite will get to those because it will, again, pass that blood-brain barrier, so it will get into your bloodstream and then get everywhere, grabbing the, the toxins, heavy metals, free radicals, and then passing them out through you. So that's – and there's different ways of doing that. Um, so I don't – I don't know that I don't have a, and I've referred to different types before that I've used, but I don't have any, you know, vested interest in that particular brand or type or country or a company or anything like that. So I'd really kind of just default and say, you know, do your research. And then if, you know, maybe Mark finds an article on it, like the one he's talking about, I'll get that on the new as an off topic for Shanghai, because it is one of the things we talk about, you know, maybe link to something like that as well. Um, because I'd be curious to read that myself. But, oh, yeah, let me one more second. Um, it's basically roughly 
about a month or so detox cycle in these canisters. So you take one in, again, the form I took was powder, take a scoop of this powder, put in a glass water bottle, shake it up, drink it with a gap of time between any foods you eat or supplements or prescription drugs, because it will grab some of those as well. So you want to be able to have whatever that other stuff is you have in you to do its job before you go trying to remove it. Now, doesn't it do it by um, the zeolite, which is, <clears throat> what, what is it? I, 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 what does zeolite come from? What, what is it? Zeolite's going to be, and I'm going to bring it up right now and give you the exact, um, how, how it's described. Uh, but uh, blah, blah, they're still talking supplements. I don't like the name. Supplement. So it's minerals. Long story short, they're minerals that contain mainly, you know, aluminum and silicon compounds. I'm just reading off this thing here. Basically, it's an ingredient that draws, it's a negative electron charge that draws some of the bad stuff to it, and then it gets cycled out through you. That's well, in general. Well, yeah, it, that, that's, that's what I wanted. It, it's the charge of the mineral that is scooping up, like, heavy metals because it's negative and those things are positive so it's not like this thing is running around gobbling things up it's sort of like a carrier oh you attached to me and i'm going to be flushed out of the system i mean it's yeah, and they do have pores though so yeah it's all the above yep. yeah yeah and it, definitely it's it's very simple so um mark what what, what are they afraid of i mean what are they saying uh, was uh, I'm in this Telegram group, the Synergist from the Sabrina Wallace um, Odyssey channel. So, for example, PubMed, here's a toxicology report, uh, May 2023. Uh, low dose of zeolitic, um, how does that word, imidazolate framework, 8 nanoparticle cause energy metabolism disorder through lysosome mitochondria dysfunction. Uh, <clears throat> Now, it doesn't have, it just gives the abstract, it doesn't say the conclusion of that. Um, yeah, so it, it doesn't refer to what brand, that's the other thing, and I'm still kind of reading through um, people's take on it. So, and I don't uh, know anything outside of what I've heard on, or, or on, you know, in the mainstream as well, just so I make that clear. Like right now, I'm reading some things too, and getting some more information on it, um, and I'm sure there's different types of it. I know there is. Um, yeah, plus, you know, I'm asking you because you've used it, and what what is the energetic, you know, the feeling, the experience you know, before, during, and afterwards, and is there some kind of disruption, imbalance, things like that? Um, I mean, the synergist uh, um, perspective is it, um, you know, because their take is, is we all have biosensors in us, you know, kind of like the nanobiotech thing that's in, in, that's everywhere. And um, <clears throat> there's there's some kind of interaction with the biosensors and everybody with the zeolite and yeah. other metals. You know what? That's interesting because I'm on Wikipedia right now on zeolites. And anybody can go there and look at it. And it just, I'm going to make fun of it randomly. I scrolled down and came up on this uh, comment that zeolites were also found to help silver naturally emit light. And then I'm going to read on from there. So both my ears ringing. So then I'll just follow, just like anybody else can, follow my intuition or these subtle energy, you know, the ringing of my ears 
um, or the randomness of what I just scrolled to and then go from there. And there's other links I can click on and I'll do it when we're off air. Um, but it wasn't, again, lost on me. I'm picking up the breadcrumb that, you know, that that comment was made, how it, you know, helps silver to naturally emit light. And then I'm like, what? Silver? And so and I'm going to look into that and then I can do it right now like I sometimes do. Um, so I suggest everybody use their own intuition ultimately on anything. I don't care if it's supplement A, B, whatever, or zeolite, and because maybe something's right for you, but not right for another person or right at that time. Um, so, and then that's not to, well, then throw our hands up in the air and go, well, how the heck do we know anything then? It's called gut instincts. We all have them. Um, if all of a sudden you start thinking about it and then it comes in your, your reality or purview, you know, several times in the next few days, well, follow the breadcrumbs. Keep looking into it, and maybe you'll find some info that's not good or good. Who knows? But it wasn't random on the whole silver, like I said, naturally emitting light. Um, they talk about that, I guess, in LEDs. Well, that kind of, they kind of, well, when I've taken it, and not only do I take it, but I give it to the dog, but it's not any kind of a, a treatment or a, it's just like, it's like you say, you know, all of a sudden I focus on the zeolite and then the next day I focus on it again, you know, and the third day I get it again. And then it's like, okay, so who wants it? Who needs it? Him or me, you know, type of thing. And when I take it and when I watch what happens to him, the the shungite will get rid of a lot of uh, heavy metals in water. They've, they've tested this. Uh, but there's some, and I can't tell you what, what exactly they are, but there's some that are not losing their molecular cohesion, but they're kind of wobbly. And what happens is that when these build up, it's, it's almost like a, a, a bigger clump of snow. You know, the, the, the snowball is bigger. And it, it, when the zeolite gets there, it's like I say, it just sort of attaches to it. It's drawn to the zeolite. Yeah, it's drawn to the zeolite. And then the zeolite is flushed out of the body, taking these, these bigger thingies out. But I, I've never, actually never, um, been prompted to take a second dose of it or give it to him. It's like a one-dose thing to me. I'm just giving you my experiment, experience with it. But the concept that it t turns silver into, you say, turns it into flashes of light? No, it says uh, zeolites were also found to help silver naturally emit light. And I've already read the study while you were talking on it. And they're talking about the cluster forms within certain zeolites um, holding different molecules, double molecules that act like a single. So it helps light generate faster. Again, that's a big mouthful. Um, and I'm on some study on Science Daily where it talks about it. Um, but no, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's they're all puzzle pieces put together differently, react differently is what's going on. And yeah, so scientists have figured out a way to do just that. And so now they're using LEDs and other things. Um, in adding the ingredient of zeolite because it, it, and silver, because it's formed certain molecule clusters that then will just, I'll say, refract light better, more more generate thing. Um, again, I was, it's hard to, I can consume the whole thing almost instantly, the study, but then it's, you know, regurgitating it in a, a layman's term thing that, that even I can then understand again is a little more difficult, uh, but that's the gist of it. And anybody can go to Science Daily; it's actually not a long read. Um, but yeah, no, it's just another another recipe. My uh, my mind my mind goes to 
what are they trying to keep us from? Maybe we should take more zeolite. <laughs> you know, I'll put the link in chat for whoever's in chat so they can see yeah. the one I just read. Um, oh, I, I haven't been in chat, everybody, so I know Mark's probably way more on top of it than me, but did we have questions in chat or did we get through it all? I just saw some. Um, th there's questions from like past uh, things. I mean, my reference for zeolite is go to the Synergist Telegram. They have a discussion about it. Um, there is some controversy, at least from the research, like another paper, um, application of zeolites and zeolitic um, imidazolite frameworks in the biosensor development. That's from uh, sciencedirect.com. That's all in the Synergist group, and they, they have a good back and forth of, of it. But um, one question from – this was like a week or two ago, a while, is uh, – <clears throat> Oh, I gotta find. Where's the? Oh, does shungite also make fabric frequencies biocompatible? Um, this is in regards to an article from QHealthGuide.com. Uh, let me open it here. Um, where is it? Uh, vibrational frequency of clothing, and so they make linen the primary. And there's a frequency chart of stratifying what's best and what's not. Um, linen, um, <clears throat> let me see, uh, linen, a natural fabric of flax, sleeping in linen helps a person fall asleep faster, deeper, improves mood, rapid healing from surgeries and healing, which is why hospitals use linen sheets in the past, resistance to fungus and bacteria, barrier to some diseases, regulates bio body temperature, warm when cold, cools when warm. Um, fabric, like everything else, has frequency <clears throat> over the years. Quality fabrics and clothing on store racks is, it's hard to say, cheap, clingy, and, and wearing it makes one feel and look frumpy. So they have a frequency of fabrics chart, um, in the different megahertz of it. Uh, linen is about 5,000, same with wool, 5,000. Um, cotton, organic cotton, 70 to 110 megahertz. Do they and have no hemp energy. on it? Do they have hemp? I bet hemp is be better than lin linen. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Vibrational frequency of hemp fabric. Dr. Masaru Emoto, plant a lot of hemp, quote, plant a lot of hemp in the land of Fukushima. <clears throat> Hemp's vibration has the potentiality to purify the contaminated environment by, made by radiation. Uh, and and <clears throat> see, hemp is super everything. Let's see, uh, our quantum world will have clothing made from hemp. It will be used so much more. Um, it doesn't give the frequency, which is odd, but list of benefits um but here's the here's the thing like the the low side like the low frequency low energy <clears throat> no healing fabric is, is just about everything else that is synthetic and i'm guilty of wearing this too so i um rayon um uh, made of wood pulp including bamboo up to 15 megahertz polyester made from petroleum up to 10 megahertz spandex lycra elastane made from polyurethane synth synthetics up to 15 megahertz, nylon and synthetic polymers to 15, silk up to 15, made from silk worms. Um, a sickly, nearly dead individual's frequency is about 15. Any healthy individual with a frequency of 100 wearing low-energy fab fabrics will have a strain on the body. Really good article. Um, but yeah, so I guess the question is, if we have Shungite on us and with whatever clothing we're going to wear, I guess let, let's go with the low energy first because I'm guilty of wearing some of that. I need to have more cotton and linen. Um, obviously, we want to, ha want to have the cosmic silver shungite on us if, if we're you know, wearing this bad 
material. But yeah, what's your guys' take on that? Uh, just one thing. Will you put that link in the chat room, please? Where did you get that information? Yeah, that's from the Shanghai group, so I'll put it in chat. Okay, yeah, please. Thank you. Um, well, my my opinion is that I'm not worried about my clothes because my body's doing so well. I don't think that the, let's say, negative effects of my clothes are going to affect me because my body is overrides it. I'm a Shanghai being. I drink it, I wear it, I live in it, I breathe it in. I probably eat it because <laughs> I get it on my hands. Who knows? What do you think? Why did Walt's on my mind? Uh, <laughs> Derek. No, I think it's interesting stuff, and I heard something about that before. I mean, it's just, of course, it, it's like having a rock in your pocket. Well, now you have whatever that piece of fabric was or is in your biofield. Um, so, no, it's worth knowing. So, I mean, if there's some extreme things that, you know, that it's always good to be aware of. But, uh, no, I mean, ultimately, yeah, we can always have an effect on these things. But, you know, I kind of default in the middle where, you know, learn as much as you can. So it's great how Mark, you know, just scours the web and finds all this um, sometimes obscure stuff, not that this is, but, you know, very interesting stuff. And so I'm going to look at it. Um, but, again, it's no different than somebody having uh, something else. Long story short, when you look at it as everything is energy, okay, so you, know, you have the energy or frequency of that item, clothing, or rock in your pocket or whatever, or thought in your head. So then it's up to the individual in that energy environment on how much any of those things affect them. So that's the thing, too. And that's a part of it. And that doesn't mean, well, then I can have happy thoughts and drink poison. Well, and actually, Mike, that's a bad description because that has been done. <laughs> Don't do it, anybody. Um, but it's been done to such extremes that it, it literally changes it molecularly um, and or how it affects people. So what I'm saying is ultimate kind of what Nancy was saying, you know, own your own energy space or reality first in your thoughts and feelings and then that other stuff out there that we can't always affect, like the 50 Wi-Fi signals you'll pick up walking down the street within reach of your cell phone or whatever, or the clothing on your back, have less of an effect on you because you are then conscious and aware and using an intention on your space that you're in a good mood, good environment, no matter what. So ultimately, I would you know, default there, but that doesn't mean I put blinders on it. Go, well, then I'm walking around 11 light and I'm, everything doesn't touch me. Well, I'm part physical, so... Yeah, anyway. Well, the other thing is, is that, okay, so you're wearing, all right, bamboo. Bamboo is not supposed to be good for you? Was that what that list said? Um, It just gave the origination of the fabric. I mean, obviously, like, there's <clears throat> probably a, a chemical restructuring when, when you oh, make I see. these. I see. Is my guess. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Um. But then think about this. Okay, so you got the uh, the natural clothes that you're supposed to have on, but what's the next layer that's that's out there? It's toxic air. It's toxic water. It's toxic dirt. So you know, if you're worried about your clothes protecting you from something, yeah, or hurting you, I you know, hey, listen, you're li living in a cesspool. You know, the only thing you can do is be that little critter that lives in cesspools that loves the environment because you're so perfect little critter in the cesspool 
Yeah, yeah. This is an interesting article that he shared the link to. I've gone through that. There's, yeah, I'd keep reading it. Uh, and then the video, of course, I'm going to watch later. But that was, I put uh, a statement in the chat room, Nancy, regarding, uh, so Dr. Emoto looks like made a statement um, regarding hemp and Fukushima because you would ask about him. What did he say? It's in the chat room. Uh, he just says, plant a lot of hemp in the land of Fukushima. Hemp's vibration has a potentiality oh, right, to right. purify the yeah, contaminated environment radiation. That's what he said. Right. Uh, Mark right. was talking about too. Um, well, the people, the people that took over for him in his laboratory, they actually got into Shungite. Um, we were in contact with them for a while, or, or one of their people there, the woman that was ahead of it. But you know that that's the, that's the thing is that you you get in contact with people, and then all of a sudden you don't get in contact with people, and there are so many stories that are left unended. <laughs> In the the saga of Shungite is just truly amazing, but um, we've managed to get through the two hours, and hopefully, uh, oh boy, we were all over the place. But hopefully, you guys had a. Uh, I'm talking to the listeners that you listeners, you know, had a good time with it, and um, and then I hope you guys enjoyed being here with me. So, Derek, um, you still got two minutes here, yeah. Um, is there anything coming up in your in your uh, mystical wares that you know of? Uh, nothing that's on the calendar yet, but we are putting together a, a live. It's going to be video recorded or recorded as well. Shungite interactions, so question and answer. You know, we'll figure out some some name to give it, but that'll happen um, where people can chime in during or in the chat room on probably YouTube, and then I'll rebroadcast on Facebook or something. But that'll be happening. Well, uh, you, you, you should, here, Mr. Gwers, go ahead. You should advertise that in the Shanghai news. <laughs> oh yeah, and I've already got that. I've been adding things on that already while we're sitting here doing the show um, to the news page, trying to get some. I got to figure out. I'll, I'll get with Mark behind the scenes, but how to, you know, search for the recent posts on TikTok and other platforms because I'm getting just the big ones, the most hits. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll get into all that. I'll figure it out. But yeah, watch the news page for updates. Okay. And Mark, thank you so much for this show because you're the one that sent the clips. Yeah, we could go another hour with this stuff. But um, yeah, as far as TikTok goes, um, I put uh, in the uh, Facebook Shungai group the announcements. Those are my like top of what you guys present. Dolly's thing here um, of Shungai water, three nuggets in the water jug, as well as my glass of water. And I have Shungai stickers. Um, and I have Shungite sticker on water coming into house and fridge. I have ice maker in fridge and have sticker on fridge, which keep, which makes water good and keeps food good longer. I'm a Shungite being. So, and that's your Radio 5G tomorrow. Uh, what's that about? And then uh, Cosmic Rally later today. Yep. I don't know what's happening. Um, tomorrow I'm going to play the uh, Putin interview with Tucker because I think that people that only use podcasts need to hear it. So I'm going to be doing that. And I just screwed up what I was doing here. <laughs> all right. So thank you all for being here. We'll see you next time. And in four hours you can hear us on uh, Cosmic Reality. You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.